listening to the home of cool, irreverent, and entertaining talk right here on L.A. Talk Radio. You're listening to The Art of Love with your host, Lucia, right here on L.A. Talk Radio. Welcome to The Art of Love. My name is Lucia. I'm your host and a dating and relationship expert. And I'm here to entertain, educate, and enlighten you about love, dating, and relationships. Take your live calls, answer your emails, and speak to authors of books, which I find interesting. And this week's topic is something that I know all single women will be interested in. And that is, well, the name of the book is The Seven Self-Sabotaging Behaviors That Keep Women from Finding Mr. Right. So it's all about finding Mr. Right. The author is Devon Brown. His website is howtogetamannow.com. Get a man now, not tomorrow. (laughs) We all want the man right away, right? So let's see what Devon has to say. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Lucia. Oh, it's my pleasure. So you're an author, you're a dating coach. Um, how did you come to write this book? Uh, well, I got into the, the, the whole dating world, actually, because um, I used to have zero luck with women. Um, I like to tell people I went from 40-year-old virgin to four dates a week. Um, <laughs> It is, I guess, an, an oversimplified way of, of, of stating it. Now, A, I'm not 40, and um, yeah. I'm not quite a virgin, but uh, with regard to my luck with women, I was um, frustrated uh, back in my late teens and my early 20s, uh, thinking to myself, hey, I'm a nice guy, I'm ambitious, why Why are women not responding to me? And then a good friend of mine introduced me to um, uh, the world of dating and the world of uh, pickup artists, which I'm sure you're familiar with, and the world of you know just understanding the psychology and the social dynamics that go on between men and women. And I was able to go from you know having virtually no relationships uh, to having multiple dates a week, pretty much at will. And in in doing that, um, I ended up making a lot of friends with different women that I would meet on on dating sites or just out and about. And uh, those who there was no um, those women, uh, when, when they and I didn't have a, uh, a real connection as far as love is concerned, what would often happen is we would end up becoming friends. And so I would make friends uh, with these women, and they would come to me and ask me, hey, Devon, what do you think about this guy I'm dating, or what do you think about this guy who did X, Y, or Z to me? And I really got a, I started to get an insight as to the conversations that they were having inside of their heads, and I came to realize that, wow, the, the, the questions that these women are asking themselves are completely different then the questions that the guys are asking themselves, you know, what's the, the conversation that you're having in your head is so different than the conversation that I'm having in my head as a man. And so uh, one thing led to another, and then just uh, one day I decided to, uh, to, to write the book and to, uh, to put up the website. So I've been to your website. You know, I've seen your videos and your photos. So it's, I find it hard to believe that you had trouble getting a date. I did. I in high school. I get that. Thank you for the compliment. Um, but but in high school, I was um, uh, you know, really really skinny kid, big glasses. Now now I'm a pretty good dancer. Um, so uh, I'm I'm very grateful that I could dance. Thank God I could dance, or I would have you know. 
probably never had a date. But um, yeah, what you see now isn't what. Oh, uh, okay. You look. It, it wasn't me. Yeah. So that was. If you take me ten, fifteen years ago, it was big, giant Steve Urkel glasses, uh, one hundred and twelve pounds soaking wet. I was so skinny I had to uh, run around in the shower just to get wet. So. Okay. Got it. Um, all right, so you have the seven sabotaging behaviors. We're going to discuss just a few of them. So the most popular one, which all women feel they need to do, and that is playing hard to get. So why is that not a good idea? All right, so if we look at this strictly from a uh, words and actions have meaning thing um, perspective, and what I mean by that is that when somebody says something or somebody does something, we apply meaning to it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if we look at it from strictly that perspective, then, then what we come to realize is this. If the words or the actions that you do don't mean what it's most obviously likely that they do mean, then we're gonna, uh, there's going to be some problems. I want to give you a real-life example of this. Uh, very often, uh, when, uh, the, the advice that you hear is, you know, when he calls you, don't call him back. Or when he calls you, uh, wait a few days to see if he calls again, right? Mm-hmm. And so we hear that. So here's the problem with that. Let's say you're out at the club or you're, you're out of the club, you're out of the bar, and you meet a guy. And you meet this guy and uh, you give him your phone number because you like this guy and you're hoping he calls, right? Mm-hmm. And then a few hours later, you meet another guy and for whatever reason you gave this other guy your phone number, but you're not really that interested in him. You're not sure why you gave him your phone number, but you did. Now you got two guys that are going to call you, one of whom you are interested in, the other guy you are not interested in. If the guy who you are not interested in calls you, what are you going to do? Are you going to pick up? Are you going to pick up the phone? Or are you going to ignore his phone call? Ignore. You're going to ignore him. Okay. So, what about the guy who does call you? So you're ignoring him. You're mm-hmm. you're ignoring the guy who doesn't like you, right. because you. I'm sorry. You're you're ignoring the guy who you don't like because you don't like him. Right. You're hoping he doesn't call you again. Right. You're saying, hey, I don't like you. Therefore, I'm not going to answer the phone. But if you do the same action with the guy who you do like, how is he supposed to discern the difference? You see what I'm saying? It's the same. If, if, you, if, if a guy that, 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 that you do like calls you and you say, well, I'm going to play hard to get with this one. I'm not going to answer the phone. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the same action you did with the guy that you don't like. But All right, but what if I couldn't answer the phone and I was busy? No, that's fine. All I'm suggesting is that, um, well, let me ask you this. When, you, when one of your girlfriends calls you mm-hmm. and you're busy, do you answer the phone? Well, I'm unusual. I'm not like most people because if I'm busy, I don't answer the phone no matter what. Right. No, that's fine. Yeah. If one of your girlfriends calls you and you're busy, you will not answer the phone, correct? Right. Right. But when you get not busy, you'll call her back. Right. Right. And so that's all I'm saying. All I'm saying is handle it the same way. Now, if you're legitimately busy, I don't want you answering the phone. That's the, what I'm saying is a, a purposeful um, – is purposefully ignoring him mm-hmm. in hopes that will make him chase you. Mm-hmm. Okay, I am saying that, that, believe it or not, if a guy actually likes you, there's no reason for you to start giving him signals that you're not interested. Right. I mean, yeah, like you mentioned about uh, waiting two days to call 48 hours, whatever. Yeah, some of the things that women were taught from that book, the rules, yeah, I I totally disagree with. uh, I think it's actually impolite or just rude. Correct. To not call for two days, whether it's business or personal. I try to call the same day if possible. Absolutely. And, and so what I'm saying is if you are purposely, if you're making a game out of it, if you're saying to yourself, I like this guy, he called me, 
I'm going to do what I heard, you know, my, my, my best friend, uh, when she gave me advice, I'm going to do what she said and wait three days to call this guy back. Well, then you're not setting yourself up for success. Because I'll tell you that as a guy now who is comfortable dating and, and who has dates, mm-hmm. if I get a woman's phone number mm-hmm. uh, and I call her and she doesn't call me back, I'm on to the next one. But what if you really, really like her? If I really, really like her, I might. I might give it one more chance. I might chalk it up to maybe she missed the call, maybe something happened with the cell phone. But if you get more than two calls from me, um, then you consider yourself lucky. And the only reason I say this is because when you first meet somebody, I don't believe that it needs to be difficult. I think that it should be easy. If I like you and you like me, then why does it need to be difficult? Well, I think people are trying to raise their value by making it seem like, oh, I'm so busy, and I don't know if I have time to talk to you, and we'll see where you fit in. Ah, right. So you are uh, the, the idea of raising one's value, of being high value, mm-hmm. right? Yes. That's what we all want to be, yes. is that if you want to you be high value. But my question is, is that the best way to be high value? Is the best way to be high value giving the illusion that you're busy, or is the best way to be high value showing people that you have standards of respect and that you, uh, um, uh, you, you expect a certain level of respect and that you give a certain level of respect? Right, exactly. I would, I would argue that, 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 that it's the latter. I would argue that um, if you are trying to, to, to me, and, and I can't speak for all men, but I can tell you that you know, a lot of guys, especially men who are frustrated with women, um, nice guys, by the way, uh, who, who are just frustrated, uh, when this playing hard to get thing comes, uh, a lot of times they just get frustrated and give up. Not that I wasn't genuinely interested in you. I was. I absolutely was. But you gave me a signal, and you told me, hey, I don't have time for you right now, mm. or I'm not interested in you right now. Okay, if you're going to give me that signal, don't be mad at me when I take you at your word or at your action. I th- from, from Coming from the woman's point of view, I think the thing is, it's like, okay, we want to know, are you really interested? We want to know how interested you are, or are you going to just give up at the first sign of disinterest? So I think- ah, that's a very good question. But then how do, as a man, how do I discern whether you are, A, playing hard to get, or B, genuinely not interested? So that's when the second phone call comes in. Then by, by calling a second time, it's like, okay, you're showing that you really are interested in her, and now you know, okay, you've called her twice. If now she doesn't respond, okay, she's not interested, whatever, now you can move on. So, so, I should, so as a woman, this is the great thing is that um, or the thing that, that as a man, I will never, ever in a million years <laughs> know what it's like to be a woman, right? Right. And, and women will never know what it's like to be a man. Right. Um, so, so you're right, though. From, from the, the countless women I've spoken to, one of your biggest concerns is, you know what, I want to make sure that he is interested, right? right. I want to make sure that he, that he isn't playing games with me. I want to make sure that he's, that he's genuinely interested. I would suggest that the whole playing hard to get thing, if you choose to do it, then don't be surprised if you let a great guy who has just decided that he has zero, times for, zero time for games, don't be surprised if you let him walk out of your life. Yeah. And it's not that he's not interested. I'll tell you what it is, is that if I call you, and this happens to me even all the time, um, I, will, I will call a woman who I've met, and I'm genuinely interested in her, and then she doesn't respond, that's rejection. That doesn't feel good. Mm-hmm. So, mm, I like you. But I'm not going to go through that again. I'm going to go off and find somebody who actually is interested, more interested in going out on a date with me. This is uh, often a man's mentality. I'm going to go off and find somebody who's more interested in going out on a date with me, not somebody who's going to make me chase them down. 
Okay, but here's the thing about I did like you. Hmm? <laughs> but here's the thing about rejection. Now, because guys are usually the ones that have to approach, right? So don't you correct? Don't you kind of form a heart a shell after a certain number of years, and you're kind of not immune to it, but you don't take it as hard. No, believe it or not, most guys, I would argue, do take it as hard. Now, I think society. You're you're absolutely correct. Societally speaking, it's it's my job to approach you. Societally speaking, it's my job to approach you. However, um, the rejection thing. Yeah, that's not something that, that, that we get callous to. I mean, some guys do, and, and you'll hear uh, men talk man game, and they'll talk about, oh, whatever, on to the next one. And, 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 but that's a lot of macho ego sometimes. The reality is that if I was genuinely interested in you and you rejected me, that hurts. Men don't like saying it, and maybe men, some men don't want me to say it, but the reality, ra- reality is that that doesn't feel good. But also- it doesn't. And the more I like you, the more it hurts. Right. But then also the thing is, okay, if she barely knows you, if she just saw you for five minutes, you guys met, exchanged numbers, whatever. I mean, she's not really rejecting you. She doesn't know you. She's rejecting right. the so the and, and the whole reason I'm calling is so that we can get to know each other. Right. But I'm just trying to like, you know, try to make men not feel so bad. It's because it's not like she knows, you know, everything about you. She's dated you for months or years and now she's rejecting you. It's like she just talked to you for five minutes. So why take it so personally? Oh, because um, the reality is that what's going on in my mind when I meet you and I've determined that I like you is that I get excited, right? Like uh, after very often, um, you'll see women after the first date, they'll get excited and they'll start thinking of it. If it goes really well, you guys will start thinking about the second date and the third date and you'll start thinking about your future with this guy, right? Yes. (laughs) We'll do that. We'll do that after five minutes of meeting you. Wow. We will. We will sit there and get excited. I can't tell you the numerous women that I've met that I've spoken to for, you know, less than an hour, um, just out and about, and I've gotten so excited about the potential of seeing or the possibility of seeing them. I'm extremely excited about it. I've determined that I want to go out on a date with you, that I'm interested in at the absolute least seeing where this goes, or at the absolute least just going to lunch and getting to know you. That's what I'm looking forward to. But when I call you and you say to me no, for the, 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 the sake of oversimplification, yes. then I ask in my mind, well, how am I supposed to take that? How am I supposed to take that? Am I supposed to take that as, huh, I really wasn't that, in, as, as that she really wasn't that interested in me? Uh-huh. Or am I supposed to take that as try harder, stupid? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And so now it's up to me to say, okay, but if I call again, then I'm that creepy guy. Because if, if I call again and you're not interested in me, then I'm a creepy, I'm a creeper, as, as, as they like to say, <laughs> right? Well, I think not if you, like, wait a week. Right. You know what? Honestly, I come from the school of, 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 I come from a school of thought where if I like you and you like me, I don't understand. I'm just, I'm, I struggle with the why it has to be difficult, I know. why we have to make things difficult. Um, arguably, the, 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 one of the, the greatest experiences I ever had as far as dating, I, I was out at a friend's birthday party, and we were at this local tavern. And um, I met this woman, and we chit-chatted. And uh, the next day, she shot me a text, and she didn't even wait for me. She said, uh, hey, it was nice meeting you last night. I was, like, amazed. And I was like, hey, it was nice meeting you, too. And we uh, were texting back and forth, and it turned out that we both had something to do that night, but we both had the early evening open, and we ended up going to see a movie together. And we ended up hanging out, and that was pretty much all we did that first time. But it was amazing that it was so simple and so drama-free. Mm-hmm. And that was a really good feeling, and I, I would I would I would argue that that it that it 
doesn't at that face value make sense for us to try to get in our own way. And what the, the whole purpose of me writing the book was to say, these are things that might get in your own way. So sure, you're, you're, you're going to ignore him for right now, right? In, in, in hopes to, that, that you will find out for sure whether or not he's interested, just understand. If you want to do that, by all means, but understand that if you do, he might not understand that. He cannot read your mind. He might not take it as that. He, as that. he might take it as, oh, she's not interested. Man, I'm disappointed, but oh well. Let me go see it. who else is out there who's more interested in just going to dinner with me. Right. I mean, uh, you know, and then the other the other point for, like, calling again is you just never know what may have happened. May Something may have happened with the phone. They yeah. may not have gotten your message. Again, you know, technology might be messing you up, and you don't even know it. You are absolutely correct. And so the, the, the two strikes policy is what I like to call it. I'm okay with the two strikes policy. Yeah. I am 150% okay with the two strikes policy. But after that, no. Um, and, and I also believe wholeheartedly that, it, you know, it, if you like a guy, I'm okay with, uh, honestly, and I wonder, I'm, I'm curious, if you, if you surveyed guys as to whether or not they think it's okay for uh, women to approach or for women to, uh, to, to initiate contact? Oh, of course they all say they love it. Right. We all say we love it. And so if we have two people that are interested in each other, then I would always say that the phone works both ways. I know. But and I understand women, that there are gender roles. Women want to be chased and courted. That's, that's fair. That is more than fair. Right. I, I, would, I would suggest that if you want to be chased and courted, yes. then do me a favor. <laughs> as a man, don't run away when I start chasing after you. Okay. Well, if we don't right. run, you can't chase. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, you can stand there. You can stand there, and and when I come towards you, don't, 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 because if you start to run away, I'm telling, I promise you, that that tells me, oh, she's running away. Oh, I guess she's not interested, or she wouldn't be running away. Just from a strictly logical perspective, right? From a from a looking at the evidence at face value, looking at it strictly as logic. Logic tells me if you're interested, you will come towards me. If you're not, you will run away from me. So in my logical man brain. I'm saying she ran away. Oh, she's not interested. Mm. Yeah. So that's that's how it comes across. And so then I'm like, if she's not interested, hey, I'm not a stalker. I'm not going to chase her down. If she's not interested, that's unfortunate. I'm disappointed, but I'm going to move on to somebody else. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with you uh, with you know calling and texting back because it's not even so much when you know when you call or text back. It's more about what's your attitude when you do that. Because, mm-hmm. you know, if you if you wait two days to call back and then you're like desperate, then that's a turnoff as opposed to uh, calling back right away, but not being desperate. I, you know what? I agree. I agree with that statement 150 percent. Yeah. It's the attitude, not not what that, you know, whether you call today or 24 hours from now. And that's really not going to make that much of a difference. You are you are absolutely correct in the attitude statement. I'm, I, and I want to make sure that I, I give that advice more. You are absolutely correct on that. Yeah, because I know, because I mean, I yeah, I used to be the one that would wait to call back and all that, but now I don't. I mean, you know, plus I I have I'm becoming more forgetful. <laughs> and so I, <laughs> I, I can't. I have to I to answer like right away because otherwise I'm gonna forget like li- genuinely, and then it's like, oops, I forgot to call. <laughs> so, so um, um, go ahead. Okay, all right. So on to the next one. Boy, we spent a lot of time on that hard to get through. We did. That's okay. Because <laughs> it's important because it's so enmeshed in the, the society and culture. It's like, be hard to get, be hard to get. So we have to demystify a bit of it. So the next one is not – okay, this is kind of similar. Okay, not letting, this is very similar. Not letting him know you're interested. 
and you say, okay, the truth of the matter is the more attractive we think you are, the more intimidating you could be. Correct. Correct. Um, what I'm telling women with regard to not letting him know you're interested is, as a matter of fact, this happened to me just last night, right? Do tell. Uh, um, I was I was out I was at a nightclub, and um, a, a young lady thought that I was attractive, right? And I'd seen her out of the corner of my eye, and I thought she was attractive as well. Um, and I was going back to find my friends because I'm going to say misplaced them, but you don't really misplace friends. I just wandered off because that's what I do sometimes when I'm out dancing. And, um, and she, she, she put herself in my way, quote, unquote, accidentally. Yes. She put herself in my way so that I would be forced to bump into her. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And that sparked the conversation. We ended up spending the rest of the night hanging out together. We exchanged phone numbers. Right? Right. Um, sometimes... When you see a guy, have you ever seen a guy looking at you from across the bar? Never. Just kidding. Never? <laughs> right, exactly. Right? And then have you ever said, oh, I wonder why he didn't approach me? Yes. Yeah, well, he didn't approach you because he was terrified of you. More, more often than not. Mm-hmm. If he's staring, he likes you. And what he's looking for is he's looking for a signal. Mm-hmm. He's looking for a signal that it's okay to approach. So when I say let him know that you're interested, that can be something as simple as a smile. Mm-hmm. An inviting smile that says, yes, if you approach me, I am not going to reject you. It can be something as simple as getting in his way. Mm-hmm. It can be these little subtle things because I, I understand the gender roles and that I am, as a man, supposed to, quote unquote, uh, approach you. But I'll give you an even better example. Um, back in the olden days, the olden days, like the 1800s, <laughs> um, women used to walk around and they used to have like handkerchiefs, right? And I'm, I, I live in the South. Uh, you're, you're in, uh, I, I live in Atlanta. And so you can imagine that the, the Southern Belle with a big poof dress and she's walking down the street and she drops her handkerchief and she says, oh my goodness, I seem to have dropped my handkerchief, right? Mm-hmm. And then the guy who she dropped it in front of says, oh ma'am, let me help you with that. Right. That was something subtle to let him know that she was interested. Oh. Do you see what I'm saying? So this is one of those, and I'm going to come, I'm coming, I'm coming at this from a couple of different angles, but the, the, the point of letting him know you're interested, it, the big point is if you see a guy and he's looking at you, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. or he keeps standing close to you, he's always around you, his proximity is close to yours, right? Or even if you're conversing with a guy, um, you know, out and about, uh, the, the point is that you want to give IOIs or indicators of interest. No matter what point in time you are, uh, or no matter what point in time you are along the, 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 the whole continuum, continuum from, from whether you, you know, just met or just locked eye con- uh, made eye contact with them, or you're to the point where you're, you know, on your first date, my point is to give the proper signals, and the proper signals are one of interest. If you give me a sign that you're interested, if you give me a sign that I'm not going to get rejected, then I'm going to be more happy to take the lead and more happy to pursue. Yeah, but also, like, once you actually do start talking to the woman, like, my thing is, it's like, okay, if I'm talking to you, I'm interested. Because if I wasn't interested, I wouldn't be talking to you. So just the fact that she's talking to you means that she's interested. Good, and so here's what we get, and this goes back to the other thing. So you're talking to me, and I think you're interested, and then we exchange phone numbers, and I call you the next day, and then you don't call me back. I'm like, oh, no, was she not interested? Right, that's the confusion. And then I'm confused, and then I'm like, oh, okay, so now we've got um, what we call indicators of interest. You gave me all these indicators of interest. You talked. We were chit-chatting. We were laughing. We were having a great time, and the next day I go to call you back, and you, or I call you uh, like I said I would, and then you don't call me back. 24, 48 hours has passed by, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, maybe she wasn't interested. 
if, if you call and, and you do, when you call, do you leave a message? Um, well, sometimes I call, sometimes I text. Sometimes, often, um, what I have found works, and this is just for me, and if you guys want to use this, feel free, is I will text the same night to see if they text back. I will text something like, hey, I hope you made it home safely, or it was great meeting you and your friends. Um, I hope you make it home, made it home safely. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Things like that. Nine, uh, eight times out of ten, if they respond back, it was great meeting you too, then I'll go ahead and call them you know, a day or two later or whenever. Um, but if they don't respond back, then sometimes they might not get a call from me. Um, I had a date once, and you know, we, you know, we went out, and then um, as I was driving home, he texted me just like you were saying about, "Hey, I hope you make it home safe," and mm-hmm. and somehow I know I didn't, I had my phone on silent, I didn't know I had the text, right? And right. so then I didn't check my phone, I went to bed, wake up the next morning, there's these messages. It's like, well, that's rude. I texted you back to see if you made it. Home. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> yes, he. Yeah, I'm telling you. What you know what that tells you? That should tell you. That should tell you that men's egos are very fragile. No matter how much smack we talk, no matter how much you think uh, that a man is supposed to be a man, I am telling you that, that, that his feelings were hurt. He felt rejected. But uh, that was a turnoff to me. It's like, well, if you're I'm sure it was. Yeah. I'm, I'm absolutely sure it was, and it was nothing intentional on your part. No, because he immediately jumped to the wrong conclusion. Correct. You can't jump to the wrong. I mean, you can jump to it, but just don't say it out loud. You, right. That is that is part of the problem. That is that is absolutely part of the problem. Is that you say we jumped to the wrong conclusion? We apply meanings to things, and so whenever possible, we want to make sure that the that the meaning that somebody is is receiving is the meaning that we're sending. Now, in that situation that you just gave me, that was completely um, accidental. You weren't trying to throw anything. Your phone was on silent. Absolutely. Um, what I'm saying is that. It, had you ignored him on purpose, which is what he thought, mm-hmm. right? Then he would have. He would have. The, the the result would have been the same. Right. One would have been. I'm not going to say justified, but more justified, and the other one was completely on accident. Right. Right. Exactly. Or more understandable is a better way of saying it. Yeah. Now, okay. So you so said you say that um, the more attractive that you you know you think the woman is, the more intimidating she can be. But you don't even know anything about her, so you're being you're intimidated by her attractiveness. Correct. At first, that's all I know about you. What do I know about you? When I first see you, that's instantly what I'm attracted to. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, I've met, I've gone on dates with, with beautiful women, and after five minutes of actually being with them, I am completely turned off. Right. Where I'm like, wow, um, you are not hot in my eyes anymore. But, but when I initially see you, what do I know about you? Whether I see you in a coffee shop or whether I see you at a dance club or whether I see you on a dating site, the only thing I know about you, for the most part, is whether or not I'm physically attracted to you. So even after years and years of dating? Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I was going to say it's like, uh, they, and you know that just because someone's attractive doesn't mean you're going to like them or they have a, a, you know, a great personality. I'm just surprised that you know, people are still intimidated just because of the looks. It's a it's 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 a knee jerk reaction. Mm. It's not something that I it's I like I can sit there and tell myself you're correct your point is valid I can sit there and tell myself she's attractive but I've you know been through dating for years and years and years and I know just because she's attractive it doesn't mean you know that X leads to Y leads to Z she's just a human being she could you know be dumb as a box of rocks she could have halitosis I don't know why I'm so intimidated I could sit there and think that all logically but I, my brain doesn't work like that it's like oh you're pretty oh I don't want you to reject me it's, it's a knee-jerk thing got it okay so let's move on to the third one and that is okay. being too picky yes you know some of the best dates I've ever been on 
are with women who I didn't think I was going to have a good time with or with the woman who I didn't think was the most attractive that ended up blowing me out of the water with regard to her awesomeness in other areas. Mm -hmm. um, we're told to make a list of the things that we want. Yes. And I don't know if you've given that advice to your, to your, to your listeners or not. Well, um, go ahead. No, I was going to say I give a, a, a little different advice. I say make a list of the type of guy you want. And now look at that list and think about what type of woman does that guy need and become that woman. Okay. That's, that's fair. Here, the, there was a movie, and I mentioned it in the book. Um, there's a movie called, um, ah, what was the name of it? Um, it's with Matthew Perry and Selma Hayek. Mm -hmm. And in, in the movie, um, the, they're completely different people. Uh, Matthew Perry is the white guy from New York. He's supposed to marry the blonde-haired, blue-eyed Catholic woman, right? Mm -hmm. And Selma Hayek is this uh, Spanish uh, woman, and, and they come from, from two completely different sides of the, uh, of the pond. And a uh, long story short is they end up falling in love and getting married, but then they end up breaking up because they're not, quote-unquote, supposed to be together. And if you look at what it was that each of them were to have on their, quote-unquote, lists, right, mm -hmm. then they wouldn't have met each other's lists pre pre preliminarily. But at the end of the movie, there's a part where he breaks down and, and she's saying, why do you love me? And he basically says what I think is one of the best lines ever. He says, you are everything I never knew I always wanted. Mm -hmm. When you are super picky at first, and that's what I'm really talking about is at first. When you start judging a guy at first, you're not giving yourself the opportunity to find awesome qualities that you never knew existed. Right. When you sit there and you're going through the dating profiles and you sit there and say, oh, this guy doesn't make enough money, or oh, um, he's, he's kind of cute, but he's a, he's a brown-haired guy. I like, you know, like blonde-haired guys. Or if you, if you, when you're being ultra-picky like that on dating sites or when you think that somebody, when you think that somebody doesn't meet all of your ultra-picky criteria and you're looking for this Mr. Perfect guy, let me just tell you a little secret that I've learned is that people will surprise you with how awesome they are. And that guy who meets all of your criteria that you think you, you want, when you get it, sometimes you realize that it's not important, as important as you thought it was. Right, right. I mean, you often hear people that get married say, oh, you know, he wasn't my type at first and blah, blah, blah. Right. <laughs> so, um, okay, so on, on your website, howtogetamannow.com, so you have your free dating quiz, mm -hmm. which I took. And okay. Uh, I got a score of 49 out of 60. Uh oh, out of wait, out of out of 60. What is it? Out of 60. That's right. It's out of 60. I was thinking it's out of 60. It's out of 60. You are correct. Yeah. You know, not bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, hey, it wasn't perfect. So, so I uh, I made notes here of some of the ones that I didn't agree with uh, your quote unquote best answer. Um, yeah, please. So we may have already discussed some of these. So let's see. Uh, my answer was okay. Wait three days. Okay. So when I first meet a guy give him my number. Okay. I would wait three days to see if he calls. And if he doesn't, then I would move on to the next. And you say, or your quiz says, um, you know, hope that he'll call you first, but if he doesn't shoot him a message within 48 hours, telling him it was nice to meet him. Um, mm -hmm. and so the reason I, w again, is because like I said, I want to know if he's interested and if he's not interested enough to, um, contact me within 48 hours, then I, but what if, what if something happened with regard to technology as we, you and I both said, right. So that's why, I, you know, I was going to say, I would only contact him if I really, really, really was interested. 
<laughs> okay, that's fair. Um, I, I gave that in. I say that's the best answer just because um, when you said, uh, you know, there, there are times when technology messes us up right. where you, you shoot somebody a text. Uh, heck, it just happened to me the other day where I had sent somebody a message on Facebook and I'm sitting here thinking, oh, there she goes again. Um, she's flaking on me. You know, she's not responding back. And I just realized two hours ago that she actually hit me back the very same day. Yeah, I have a story. Go ahead, sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. It's hard to tell who's going to talk here on the phone. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, that happened to me once. I was dating this guy, and uh, he would call me, you know, every morning, every afternoon, and every night, <laughs> three times a day. So, you know, you kind of get used to the pattern. You're like Pavlov's dog. You're waiting for that call. Correct. Uh, and so, it, you know, afternoon came, and I did not receive a call, you know, and so then by the time, I didn't receive a call in the morning or a call in the afternoon, and then by the time evening came, and he called I didn't answer the phone. I'm like, well, if he didn't have time to call me this morning, then I'm not talking to him tonight. So I, you know, so I didn't call him back that night. So of course he was surprised. So he mm-hmm. called me again the next morning. And when I went to pick up his message the next morning, I saw there was a message from the previous morning that hadn't come through. Right. <laughs> so all that drama for nothing. For nothing. And, and this is what we do as human beings. And so all I'm suggesting in a lot of the dating advice I give is I say, why don't we have both parties um, take control or take, take responsibility for the fact that something might happen. Something unintentional might happen is what I should say. Right. So the reason I gave for that particular quiz, that's the best answer was, you know, you said, well, if he's not interested in, in me, then, you know. Forget it, forget it, I'll move on. Mm-hmm. Well, you're right, but, but what, if, what if he did shoot you a text message? What if he called you and, and, and it got shot straight through to voicemail and, and, and T-Mobile or Verizon you know, or AT&T didn't send the message until later? Yeah. And, and, so just, and, and, and by shooting him a text that says, hey, it was great meeting you, all that does is, and that's not chasing, that's, not, that's just saying, hey, I was thinking about you and I actually did enjoy meeting you. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree. And also the thing is, because what you're doing is you're st- sending up what I call a test balloon. You know, right. <laughs> you want to see what the reaction is going to be. And if you're going to get rejected, you know, if he doesn't call you back, okay, fine. You put yourself out there. You send out the test balloon. It came back negative. Now you can move on. Correct. Absolutely. Okay. So let's move on to the next one. Um, okay. About uh, approaching, so I, you know, I don't generally approach guys. So I, my answer was, okay, often it's a woman's job to let a, a guy knows she wants to, um, she wants him to approach. And but your best answer was, um, it's the 21st century. <laughs> if I want to approach a guy, I'm going to approach him. Well, I, I go, I would go by this. So you're, the, the goal of us uh, having this conversation today is to talk about how to get a great guy into your life, right? Right. Okay. So if you want a good job, then you've got to go out there and get that good job. If you want to lose weight, then you've got to go in the gym and, 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 and lose weight. All I'm suggesting is that we start taking control of what it is we want out of life. Mm-hmm. And that's where that comes from. So uh, it is. I mean, whether it's the 21st century or not, I mean, I gave the example before of the woman with the, in, the, in the 1800s with a handkerchief, right? Mm-hmm. Where she dropped that handkerchief, and that was her signal to let the guy know that she's interested. So when I say approach, I'm not saying go up. Like I had a girl come up to me one time, and she said, excuse me. And I was like, uh, yes. She says, um, do you got any kids? And I was like, <laughs> no. And then she says, uh, do you have a girlfriend? And I was like, no, no, I don't have a girlfriend. Um, she's like, well, I'm interested. Now, that's a little, uh, you wow. know. 
<laughs> that, that, now, good thing is she, she was really, really attractive, so she was able to get away with it. So I let that slide. But that was aggressive. And I'm not suggesting you do that. What I'm suggesting is to send a guy indicators of interest. If you are interested in a guy, there are a million things you can do. Back to what I said at the beginning of, of, our, of, of the conversation. Um, I said, just get in his way, like the young lady did to me last night. She got in my way. And when I say approach, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, I had the same thing happen to me. Boy, we kind of had leading parallel dating lives here. Um, <laughs> met this guy at a party. Within like 30 seconds, he's like, do you have any kids? No. Do you want kids? No. And I'm like, what the hell? You know, like, what guy asks that within 30 seconds of meeting you? Yeah, it's uh, it was it was it was abrupt. So 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 with regard to that answer to the quiz, that's why I say it's in twenty first century. That's why I say that. I was like, go get what you want. Yeah. If you see a guy on a dating site, wink at him. Oh yeah, definitely on the dating site. I'm just talking about in person. Um, what I would do if it's like someplace where I'm going to see him uh, a lot, like say at work or the gym or something like that at school, then I would you know, trying to make my presence known by smiling. But if it's only a one- Perfect. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. That's, that's You approached him, whether, you, whether, whether, whether we want to use that nuanced definition of the word or not. Oh, you, okay. you, Got it. Got it. Fine. Yeah. But, but I mean, I would, you know, I don't really want, but then, you know, like women, it's easier for women because I don't think I've ever actually gone up to someone, but I know if I just look at a guy and smile, you know, more likely than not, he's coming over. Right, and you're an attractive enough woman that you can get away with that. Right. That's all you have to do. And so, if if I was if I was an, uh, if I was that attractive that I could just go up and smile at everybody I wanted and have them come <laughs> up and talk to me, oh man, are you kidding? I'd be like, I hit the lottery. I just hit the jackpot. It's crazy. This is you guys. I honestly believe that women, you guys are the ones with the power. But you know what? Here's the thing. The, the reason we have the power is because we don't really care to use it. Because yeah, if a guy had that power, we could just smile at a woman. And all the women would just approach. Yeah, you'd be using it left and right. But since we know we have it, then we're like, eh, we're kind of blasé about it. Right. So I'm saying don't be so blasé if there's a guy that you like. If there's a guy that you like and all it takes is a smile, oh, yeah, throw that smile. Yeah. And you get what you want or what you think you want, and then you go on a date with him. He could be a loser, but, you know. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, just, I mean, cause you, you know, you also do marketing, so maybe just talk about the importance of, cause when you're putting yourself out there, whether on a dating site or in real life, you're actually marketing yourself. You're the package. Mm-hmm. So go ahead. The single, the single biggest piece of advice I can tell you with regard to marketing yes. is to be authentic. Mm. Be you. Don't be who you think you should be. Be who you are. The things that make us fall in love, the things that make somebody really become attracted to us are the quirky things, are the quote-unquote imperfections. Right. right? It's, the, it's, the, it's the dorky stuff that we find out that we have in common that we don't openly want to tell. Yeah, Be I, you. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no I totally agree because the times that um, you know, guys have made comments about things, it was things that I actually thought, oh, I should hide this, but then like, um, I had some you know, coupons. <laughs> Mm-hmm. on the counter and a guy saw he's like oh you clip coupons that's great and I was like it is I'm like oh okay you know I, I thought I needed to hide that and then another time a friend called me and I was you know hand washing lingerie and uh, and he was surprised that I you know was hand washing and he was impressed by that those are the things those are the things that 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 make people 
really? want to really hang out with each other and connect with you. Um, one of my exes, she had this thing where she, where it was just like she was a, she was a baby, and she had this thing where she would just bring around this little piece of silk cloth, and she would always rub it, right? And she was embarrassed by it because that's something that like a child would do, like a teddy bear or something like that. I thought it was adorable. I absolutely loved that. Wow. Okay. When, when she told me that, I almost felt like, you know, that's something that you, that you told me that I, I can tell that you don't want the world to know. And the fact that you were able to let me in like that or, or, or know this about you, oh, thank you so much. That is such a turn on. Yeah, actually, you just reminded me, um, you know, when I was living in Italy and with, the, uh, you know, I met the, the guy who eventually, you know, wanted to, to marry me. And uh, I told him when we first met that... Um, that um, I was uh, so lonely before I met him that I was walking by the store and I saw this little polar bear, <laughs> a little fluffy polar bear, and it was so cute. I said I bought it to sleep with it so I wouldn't be lonely. And he said he that's pretty much when he fell in love. Yep. So with regard to marketing, be you, be authentic, do you, let your imperfections, and I don't even want to call them that, but just for the sake of conversation, because they're certainly not imperfections, they're unique qualities about you. Let those shine through. Don't be the woman in the magazine. Don't be what society tells you to be, be you. Exactly. Okay. Well, it's been wonderful having you on. I knew you'd be a wonderful guest. I saw your videos. I'm like, boy, this guy's high energy. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> can match my own energy we can have a you know equal conversation here uh, absolutely yeah so okay so your uh, website is how to get a man and so what do you have what's, what are you offering on that website besides your book obviously I uh, offer, uh, obviously, the book. There's also a free video there. Right when you get to the first page, uh, there's a video. I did a video interview with a, uh, with a very good friend of mine who I give dating advice to, and we recorded the entire uh, video, and it, and it shares uh, six simple secrets for, for, uh, for successful dating, and uh, that entire video is yours for free. Um, you can see it. You can access it just for opting in and getting access to my newsletter, um, and we'll give you that entire video for free. But I also have on the site, uh, as you said, the seven self-sabotaging behaviors that keep women from finding Mr. Right. And I also have six simple secrets for successful online dating. Apparently, I like alliteration. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, wonderful. Thank you so much for being on. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me. All the best. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye. I wish every guest was like him. Equal energy levels, as opposed to uh, rah, 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 as opposed to trying me to raise them from the dead. Okay, so a few, uh, we have a few minutes here. A couple of things I want to talk about. Um, I've been trying to talk about these for weeks. So Kim Kardashian, <laughs> who I love to talk about once in a while. So she recently bought uh, Kanye West, her boyfriend, um, a Ferrari, I think it is, one of those matte Ferraris. I don't know what the appeal is with these matte. I guess because it looks like the Batmobile. I mean, women, we want shiny cars. We're not into those matte cars. But anyways, that's not the point. <laughs> I think she paid $750,000 for it, which, okay, fine, she can afford it. But my thing is, it's like, wow, you've just started dating, I don't know, with two months, and you're already buying a really, really expensive gift. Um, I, don't, I don't think that's a good idea. Um, and I know they were friends for a long time, but still, dating and being friends is two totally different things. Um, so, I mean, I hope that, you know, the investment works out for her. Uh, who knows? Maybe she got it at a discount because they knew she would be getting a lot of publicity. But I know that um, just in general, people have a tendency to give too much too soon. And you know, no one is going to fall in love with you just because you give them something. You can't buy someone's love. I'm not saying she was trying to buy his love, but 
you know, people fall in love with you because of who you are, not because of what you do for them. Because I know I've had guys do all kinds of things for me and, you know, they could have done, you know, I was not going to be interested. You know, they could have done anything in the world, taken me anywhere, done anything. And I still was not going to be interested. I mean, you have to like the person regardless of what they do or do not do for you. And in fact, the guys that have fallen for me, usually it seemed that they were the ones that I didn't do anything for and are may not even have been that interested initially. And, uh, and yet they were interested. So it's not about doing or giving. So just in case anyone out there was planning to give something expensive, hold back. Also, I don't know if you've seen the new show on Fox. Um, it's called The Choice. But it's a takeoff on The Voice. I didn't realize it was at first. <laughs> because, I mean, it does have the four chairs, so you think I would have made the connection. Um, but I was explaining the show to someone. I'm like, well, there's four chairs, and they turn around. It's kind of like The Voice, but it's not. It's called, oh, it's called The Choice. That's why it's called The Choice, duh, because it's patterned after the voice so um you know they have celebrity bachelors and bachelorettes um for them and then they hear a girl talk about herself blah 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 and then they decide whether to turn around or not and then she picks who she wants um whose team she wants to go on and then eventually the guy picks who they want so it's just interesting because uh they had uh, the celebrity bachelorettes recently and wow they were a lot <laughs> talk about we were talking about being picky earlier yeah they were a lot more difficult than the men were. Men, the, the men were nice. Even if they turned around, the woman wasn't quite their type. They never said anything right, but the women, uh-uh-uh. <laughs> so I can uh, sympathize with men being afraid of uh, rejection because um, there was this one guy and uh, one of the women was Carmen Electra and the other one was the former Miss USA. I think her name is Rima Fakhi or something like that. And uh, they turned around and then they both were not interested Instead of just not saying anything and, you know, being nice about it, they reached like, okay, no, you know what, he should pick her. And then, no, no, he should pick her. Like, they were both rejecting him right in front of his face. I felt so bad for him. But the crazy thing is that at the end, Miss USA, she ended up picking him as her guy out of the uh, three guys, went on a date, and they actually ended up exchanging phone numbers and getting along well. So what does this tell you that, you know, you don't know initially, just as we said, when you first see someone, obviously you just, all you know is about their looks. And just as um, Devon was saying that they're intimidated by good looking women, you know, if you're judge a guy by his looks and you're not that attracted, I'm not saying if he's like really ugly and okay, you do not want to have anything to do with him, <laughs> that's fine. But if the guy is, you know, not bad, then don't, reject them don't be so quick to reject them because you never know you know he may end up having a a personality that you fit well with and um you know so you can't always judge a book by its cover so give people a chance give peace a chance <laughs> give people and peace a chance um yeah so there's that um that show which uh i love and then there's also take me out I should be getting paid for this uh, <laughs> endorsement of these shows. And Take Me Out is on uh, just before the choice. And George Lopez is the host, and he's always funny. And this is 30 women and one guy. So talk about fear of rejection. And basically, they all stand there and they, in front of these podiums. They have their lights on, and the guy comes out. And initially, he just says, hi, my name is so-and-so, and I'm from um, you know such and such a place. And if they're not interested, they turn off their light. And uh, this one a guy, he was uh, half Italian, half black. He came out and he said something like, um, 
Uh, hello, my name is uh, Pietro, and I'm from uh, Lugano, Italy. And uh, actually, Lugano's in Switzerland. What am I saying? Okay, whatever he said, I'm from Lake Como. <laughs> That's my bad Italian accent. And only one person put their light out. Um, so he ended up, you know, eventually going with someone. So it's just interesting, again, to see the reasons that they reject the guys. If the guys that are short forget about it, they really do not have much of a chance, unfortunately, on the show. In real life, hopefully they have more of a chance. Um, so it's just interesting to see, again, the reason. I mean, re women will, you know, any little thing, they will reject you. <laughs> we are very, very picky, I know. What can I say? Um, okay, so that is today's show. I'd like to thank my guest, Devon Brown, for being such a wonderful guest. And uh, the book, again, was The Seven Self-Sabotaging Behaviors That Keep Women From Finding Mr. Right. And his website is howtogetamannow.com. And see what score you get on uh, the uh, dating quiz. See if you get higher or lower than my 49. <laughs> if you're interested in, uh, in advertising on this show, you can contact me. And my email is just my first name, L-U-C-I-A, at theartoflove.net. That's Lucia at theartoflove.net. Of course, I have my book, Lucia's Lessons of Love, available at lessonsoflove.net. And you can read a free excerpt on there. It's um, all the uh, dating and relationship questions, the most asked dating and relationship questions. So it's in Q&A form. I ask a question and then I answer it. It's a very quick read. And then finally, my website is theartoflove.net where you can sign up for my free weekly newsletter and that is it for this week so until next time remember that love inspires empowers uplifts and enlightens you're listening to the art of love with your host lucia right here on la talk radio